3: to show me how I want to get that feeling know what to do If I've got to search this world To find that girl That's what I'll do I need some gentle loving Someone to show me how I want to live that feeling
1: Of Patrick Adams' magic there from Daybreak and I Need Love right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show. How you doing? Great day, I hope. Uh, I've got some fabulous music lined up for you over the next two hours, plus a celebrity chat with the one and only, the legend that is, Mr. Tommy Hunt. He'll be along in about uh, 15, 20 minutes' time, uh, telling us all about, uh, well, a little bit about his career and um, his life in music. Wonderful. Then in the second hour of the show, Ray Caviano is certainly back in the saddle because he's uh, uh, the force behind RFC Records, and he is promoting a great song from a chap called Bobby Brew got that to look forward to in the second hour so uh, plenty on today i've got the voices of east harland with a classic sing-along song in just a moment also jackie wilson with an album only track but right now one of my favorites from the four tops proving that very much is life after motown Fabulous Jackie Wilson, who had such a long and glittering career, didn't he? But for me, that's his sweet spot, 1972, and the title song from his album, You Got Me Walking, right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show. I'm Eddie Crampton. I've got Jimmy Ellis in just a moment. But first, a group that was actually a community choir designed to, um, well give the kids of East Harlem something to do and keep them away from the darker side of life and it worked really rather well especially when Leroy Hudson and Curtis Mayfield got involved and produced magic like this
2: Right down and sheet. Put the thoughts in my mind that people that die will not let me sleep. Something that I've heard before It sounds like something that I've heard before So happy to be the man you'd like to see So happy to be the man you'd like to see So when the morning dawn I'll sing you a new song About what's right and not what the war has done Every new sun comes a new day
1: You know, to my embarrassment, I don't know anything about that artist whatsoever. Jimmy Ellis recording on Central City Records and a great song. Happy to be the man you'd like to see. Uh, now, that is fetching quite a lot of money. It's very sought after on the uh, Sunday chill-out and crossover scene. But happily, it has been re-released, so you can pick a copy of that up nice and uh, relatively cheaply. Now, talking about songs that are sought after on the crossover scene, what about this bit of West Coast magic from Ty Kareem? i done. was the second issue of that song you know that was on 1973's Romark records whereas uh, the early release was about 67 68 i think much more sort of 60s and gritty which is fine if you like that sort of thing but for me i just love that version ty Kareem, and lighting up from 1973 now next up we've got our special guest and celebrity chat tommy hunt uh, so i'm going to play a record that i can still remember watching on top of the pops back in the day Live on the line from, uh, well, I would say America, but you're a UK resident. The legend that is Tommy Hunt. Tommy, thanks for joining me.
6: Thank you very much. And how are you, Adrian?
1: I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Great. Um, Great. Now. Tommy, uh, you're uh, well known in the UK and very well loved. Uh, you've lived here for um, I don't know, forty years probably.
6: I think a little bit longer than that, Adrian. I think about fifty.
1: <laughs> wow, you must like it. Mind, you, it's a nice place to be, isn't it?
6: It is lovely, Adrian. I have never found more happiness than I found than I found here. I found so much.
1: But of course, uh, we can tell by your accent you were actually born well stateside, Pittsburgh, to be precise.
6: That's right, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
1: Fantastic. Um, now, people know you as Tommy, but that's not your Christian name, is it? No, it's not. You, you were born Charles James. What? Charles what, James, huh? Why the yes. change? How? How did Tommy come about?
6: Well, that was in school. Uh, some of my schoolmates, you know, and when I was in high school, a lot of the. The kids, the girls, and the boys, both of them, said, "You, you don't, you don't fit the name Charles." I said, "Why?" They said, "Because you're a hooligan." <laughs> <laughs> they said, "You need, you need a a, a a hip name." They used to call it a hip name. Yeah, yeah. Said, Maybe something like Tommy. And they said, "Yeah, Tommy might be nice." And it just stuck with me all the years. Oh,
1: fantastic. Um, I mean, you say uh, they, they described you as a bit of a hooligan. You were a bit of a um, well. A typical yes, boy. I and, yes, I
6: was. Yes, I was. I was a happy kid.
1: Absolutely, and uh, rather than, I mean. Your love for performing sort of distracted you away from academia because you were um, performing and practicing from a very young age, weren't you?
6: Well, I've, yeah, I've been singing all my life ever since I was very, very young. I would say about around eight to nine years old I started singing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I used to uh, sell newspapers and things like that to get money to buy records that I liked so I could learn them. My mother used to say, Are you going to lay there on the floor all day long and learn songs? And I said, that's what I want to do, Mom. Uh, It's always been in your blood, does not it? My sisters always said, condemn me, and said, oh, you'll never be a singer. (laughs) And I said, well, you'll see, you'll see. I kept it in my head and in my mind and in my heart, and I just kept going at it and today i have not lost the the passion for it yeah. i've got the same passion i had when i was a kid
1: well i mean that that comes through in your performances saw you recently at um at butlin's in skegness and uh, you were obviously having just as much fun as the audience were having um listening was, to performances I was, brilliant
6: <laughs> i always have fun but, anyway you know it, but what i found in england you know it was is magic that's all i can say about england it's a great country great people and it's a pleasure and an honour to work with people that appreciate you so
1: much. Lovely, thank you. Um, so, back to a ten-year-old Tommy Hunt. You moved to Chicago, and That's um, right. and uh, as a as a teenager, you uh, you joined a band or formed your own band. Tell me about the Five Echoes.
6: The Echoes uh, were well, we were just some kids. Um, my mother owned a little small restaurant, we a chili restaurant, right. and. Uh, uh these guys uh lived around the 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 restaurant and uh, i met them through my mother's restaurant and um they all liked to sing and i liked to sing and they one one of the the bass singers said to me why don't we form a group i said well, well what are we going to do what kind of songs are we going to sing He said, Well, we're here like guys like the Orioles, uh, Mm the, 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 uh, what was it? The Ink Spots. The Ink Spots, the Mills Brothers. And he said, We sing songs like that. And so um, we got together and uh, formed a group, but we were only small fries. We. We weren't doing anything national no. or, or, or big in a big way. Mm-hmm.
1: Just bars until and clubs. we
6: got one record out right. called Lonely Mood. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it did well around Chicago, but, it, you know, not nationally. So it got our name going around Chicago, so that just helped us to get more little little, uh, tiny gigs and stuff like that, and weddings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, um,
1: and it also brought uh, the attention of uh, of another group, didn't it? The flamingos. The flamingos, because they the needed Flamingo a replacement came singer. Into
6: the club one night that was called the Beige Room, and uh, two of the boys of the flamingos came in, and they called me over to their table, and right. uh, were telling me um, that they were interested in uh, having me with the group because a couple of their guys were going into the armed forces. Yeah. And they'd be in there for two years, and when they came out, then I would have to leave the group mm-hmm. and uh, start all over again. But it gave me a chance to be with a national group. Yeah. And um, the first job I never will forget were we work we worked with Elvis Presley wow. in Canada at the Casino Theater in Toronto, Canada.
7: Mm-hmm. Did you get and, to meet him? Uh,
6: I spoke to Elvis, I went to his dressing room and spoke to him. Yeah. And uh, I told him I was with the, a new boy with the flamingos, but he he didn't know the flamingos from uh, no. the Robin. No. So he just said, well, come into my dressing room. And we sat there and we talked for about, maybe about five five minutes. Cause uh-huh. We both were getting ready for the show. But he says, I'm glad I met you. He said, you're a nice guy. And I says, well... I said, so are you. I said, and you got a nice hit record out called, what is it, a hotel?
1: Heartbreak um, Hotel.
6: Heartbreak Hotel.
1: Mm. Great stuff.
6: I said, well, well, thanks for being a nice guy, and I hope we see each other again. He said, we will, we'll see each other again, and I never saw him after oh, that. Oh, bless. We <laughs> went up to the top in no time, and we were still climbing.
1: Yeah. So, 1969, you decided to venture across the pond then, and you relocated I, to I, Europe. i
6: I'm, well, I met a I met a uh, an Australian uh, uh, guy that brought me to Germany in nineteen sixty seven. All right, and he and he told me I was doing the army bases, and he told me he says if you ever want to come over here, Tommy, you know, and you need somebody to look after your business, he said, I'd love to to have you on my books. Uh-huh. I said, well, I'll remember that, you know, and uh, I went back. That was nineteen, like I said, nineteen sixty seven. And in nineteen sixty nine on my birthday, I decided I'm going back to europe I, I I don't feel I don't feel that love that I had for America right I just felt you know I felt I was on the outside looking in instead of being on the inside looking out okay. and I just felt it's time for me to make a move. And I just packed my bags. I didn't say goodbye to anybody. Then I just <laughs> packed my bags and I disappeared.
1: 1975, yeah. you were invited to perform to perform right. at Wigan Casino's second anniversary. So, what was it like I performing at Wigan? I mean, Wigan is an iconic venue. It is to well, to UK yeah. as uh, the Apollo is to well, America. What? What Adrian,
6: like? when I first saw Wigan, I wouldn't get out of the cab. It's a dump. <laughs> it's That's a the first dump. thing I said. <laughs> I said I'm not getting out of the camp I because if I go in there I might not get out <laughs> so the managers come out uh, what was his name Mike Walker yeah. and the Russ Stanley, who now puts on the the, uh, the, the Skegness Northern Butlins weekend yes. in, 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 which you know in yeah. He they came out together and they said Tommy why are you sitting in the car I said I'm not getting out they said what what's wrong with you I said I'm not going in there they said, "What are you talking about? You know, that's where the show is going to be." I said, "Look at it." They said, "Okay, maybe it don't look nice to you, and maybe you've been used to working." I said, "Well, I've I've worked some some crummy places." I said, "But this is the, <laughs> this is a number one." <laughs> and they said, oh, "Come on and get out of the cab." So I got out of the cab. They took me upstairs. Mm-hmm. Took me in the big room where everybody's dancing, and then another thing, I saw these bodies laying on the floor.
7: Right.
6: I said, I said, is this a morgue or is it a dance hall? They said, Tommy, they dance for a while, then they lay down and rest. Then they get up and dance some more, and then they lay down and rest. Yeah. And they had this white powder all over the floor, and I said, what is that? Cocaine on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> I said, because I didn't know. <laughs> And uh, then when they took me to the dressing room, I said, where's the dressing room? They said, there it is. It's like a nail on the wall.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they know how to treat the celebrities, don't
6: they? <laughs> Adrian, excuse me, I, I couldn't believe this. I said, all this good music and everybody having so much fun, they had dressing rooms like this. Yeah. Well, I said, I, yeah, you, well, you just got to grin and dare it and get dressed. So I got dressed. Went on stage, and it must have been about 2,500, maybe 700 people in wow. there. And it was I think it was the second anniversary, yep. of the first anniversary, one of second, those Second, yeah. I went out there, when they called my name, and everybody went to screaming. Wow. That's what I said. Wow. That's just what I said. I said, I don't believe this is happening. I said, this is not happening. I said, this is a dream and the DJ say, this guy's going to take England by storm. I'm still waiting for the storm to come. <laughs>
1: <in>. <laughs> well, you did have a fair amount of success <laughs> off it, didn't you? Because you signed for a uh, UK label, Spark, and released three tracks.
6: That's right. That's, and they, they all charted? Because, because of, you know who did that? That was Russ Winstanley and okay. Mike Walker. Uh-huh. They said, do you want to record, Tommy? I said, yeah, I, sh- I do want to record. They said, man, we got a song for you. I said, what is it, what is it? And when they first told me Cracking Up, yeah. I had told Roy Hamilton years before that. Right. I told Roy, I said, Roy, I'm going to do that song one day. When he first did Cracking Up, yeah, I said, I'm going to do that song one day. He said, well, you can do it now. Go ahead. I said, no. I said, no, I'm not going to try to step in your shoes. You're too good.
1: Right.
6: I said, but I'm going to do that song one day. And when Mike Walker in England and Russ they looked at me and said, you got it's a song called "Cracking Up" by Rural Hamilton. I said you got to be joking. <laughs> he said
1: that. So you were still recording through the eighties and nineties, but then you turned your hand to uh, writing your autobiography. I mean, you've got a great story to tell. Did well, you? You know fi-
6: what? You know, you know what? I was. I didn't mean that to be an autobiography. I was just writing memories.
1: Do you know where? Where can people buy the book? Is it available on, on Amazon?
6: I com- know uh, it's on computer. Right. You can find it on the computer. The-
1: okay. Right then. I think we've about run out of time.
6: Have we? The only thing we haven't covered, we got to meet up again and have a drink together. Oh, that'd be nice. Definitely. I definitely want to see you. Brilliant. Thanks a lot for everything, A. Hey. Thanks for helping me. No. Thanks for supporting me and thanks for being there for me. Thanks for
1: the chat. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and uh,
6: Well we got a lot to, more to talk about. Great. But so we'll we'll do that face to face.
1: Brilliant. Right, Tom, enjoy the rest of your evening and thank you again. Good night.
6: Thank you. Thank you and good night now.
1: fabulous sound of the lovely man that is tommy hunt you'll be able to hear some more tommy hunt in the uh, second hour of the show right now i've got um, my favorite song by the supremes and the four tops covering an old gladys knight b-side great sing-along song from a band that's primarily remembered for the score output. Remember Longshot Kick the Bucket? That was them. There's the Pioneers from 1977 and my good friend James Scott B. taylor in just a moment. Also JB Bingham but right now this is Barbara Sinclair and Teacher Man. United Artists, there's JB Bingham and All Alone by the Telephone. And in the same year, interestingly, Polydor released the same version by. Um...
2: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at Bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door.
1: The same song by The Checkmates. I don't know which one came first, but I would be interested to know. If you do, then please do get in touch, drop me a line and put me out of my misery to ady at shinal.co.uk, ady at S-H-I-N-Y-L.co.uk. We've got the uh, distinctive, inimitable sound of Esther Phillips taking us up to the top of the hour. Right now, B-Lloyd Taylor on 20th Century Records. This is Get Into Your Life. <music> Fabulous song from a lovely lady, of course, former interviewee on this very show. There's Millie Jackson and House for Sale right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show. I'm Eddie Crampton and uh, in this hour we've got another song from today's interviewee, of course, the lovely Tommy Hunt. That'll be around in about 20 minutes time. And also new music off the RF, uh, RFC label. Ray Caviano has sent me uh, a song by a chap called Bobby Brew. So I'll be playing that around about... I don't know, 20 to the hour. So uh, just to hang around for that, because it's well worth listening to. I've got Charles Drain in just a moment, uh, a crossover song from Jacqueline Jones. But uh, right now, Bobby Cutchins, this is so I Did It Again. I told
3: myself that I was through with love for life. I was sick and tired of going
1: Jacqueline Jones from 1974 on uh, San Francisco's Lodestone label. That's called A Frown on My Face, right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show. Now, I've got a song coming up next um, from a lady who belted a little heart out at Blackpool International Soul Festival just a few years ago with a song that's very, very popular on the northern soul scene to this day. But right now, Charles Drain with uh, a single release from his dependable LP, this, is I'm Gonna Stay. Hey, baby, come here. Come here, please, please come here, come here. Hey, I see you sitting over there
3: and you're looking sad. You got those tears in your eyes. Hey, I want you to know one thing. It's tearing me up. I cannot stand to see you cry. But you know what, baby? Every now and then we're going to have these little arguments. Sometimes we might even pass a few little love pets. But that does not mean I don't love you. And I want you to know that if you love me, Hey, girl, I'm going to stay. Yeah, I'm going to
1: love 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 that record you know i consider anne sexton to be the one that got away you know Generally, when I go to uh, one of these soul weekenders where there's live artists performing, I make a beeline to go up and have a chat and just sort of see, you know, introduce myself, get to know them, and see if I can get them to give me an interview. More often than not, it works, but Anne Sexton just went to ground. She gave a great performance at the Blackpool International Soul uh, Festival and then was nowhere to be seen for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> she must have seen me coming, eh? But uh, hey, never say never. Uh, there's still chance. There's always Facebook. So let's see where we go with that. Now, I've got um, another song from the master that is Tommy Hunt in just a moment. First, we're going to go for a bit of uh, Memphis Gospel from the Rance Allen Group. (laughs) Tell you what, he can certainly bang out a great tune, can't he? Rance Allen, however he hits those high notes, is beyond me, absolutely. Rance group from 1973 on one of Stax's subsidiary labels, of course, Gospel Truth and I Know a Man Who... I'm Eddie Crampton, this is Two Hours of Soul Funk and Disco. This week's interviewee has been the lovely Tommy Hunt. If you missed the first hour of the show, then you can catch up at the, on the interview at my website, shinal.co.uk, S-H-I-N-Y-L.co.uk. Right now, let's have uh, a song that he was absolutely delighted to be able to cover way back in 1975. This is Cracking Up. <laughs> Just
2: another fool
1: Title track from an album that's never very far away from our decks at all. There's some great stuff on there, especially um, a song called "Something for My Head." If you've not listened to that, if you've not heard it before, then check it out on YouTube. Or well, failing that, I'll play it for you next week. How's that going? Now I've got another album-only song from Ralph Graham in just a minute on the Sussex label. But uh, first, I'm going to play a song by uh, Essex 4, "This Is My Heart and Just Can't Take It" on the Seventy Soul Funk and Disco Show.
4: out that way you just remember Okay.
1: As I say, that I introduced that as an album-only track, but uh, I see that it has actually been released as a 45 on Soul Brother Records just a couple of years ago, backed by Sharon Ridley's uh, Where Did You Learn? What a great, great record. In fact, two great sides there. So <laughs> nice and available, nice and affordable, and no reason why it shouldn't be in your collection, eh? I've got that uh, brand-new record coming out on RFC Records in just a moment from Bobby Brew, but first, how about MVPs
4: Of the drummer, drop into the beat of my heart. Hear that bass? He can't keep the pace. But it's tearing my brain apart. Whoa, oh, I never ever felt like this before. But all I can say is, Mama, give me some more. Some more, some more. Turning my heartbeat up, ooh, turning my heartbeat up. It's getting hot. Beat up, ooh, ooh, ooh. turning my heart beat up. I got a little volcano about to erupt We're born out I to, to your loving God Turning my heartbeat yeah. up, ooh-wee Turning my heartbeat yeah. up, it's getting harder Turning my heartbeat yeah. up, ooh 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 Turning my heartbeat yeah. up,
1: don't about you, but I get puffed out just thinking about dancing to that record nowadays. MVPs turning my heartbeat up right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show. Now, as I say, Facebook's a wonderful thing, and uh, in the week, I got a very nice message from Ray Caviano, the chap who used to be one of the sales managers at TK Records, went on to form his own label, of course, RFC Records, with people like Gino Socchio and uh, Venus Dodson, folk like that. Well, he's uh, still working, beavering away in the background, and he sent me a single by a new artist called Bobby Brew. This is called You and Me Together. It's worth a listen.
0: Up. Hit us.
1: Music from Bobby Brew, as promoted by the legendary Ray Caviano of RFC Records. That's called cool, You and Me Together, and it's available for streaming at all major sites. Remember, you heard it here first on the 70s Soul, Funk, and Disco Show. I'm Ady Crampton, got Paul's in just a moment. Also, Andre Maurice on the way, but right now, the lovely Lynn Vernardo and well of.
4: My sunshine, my moonlight
1: Taken from the 1978 eponymous album, there's Pulse and uh, Sunshine right here on 70 Soul Funk and Disco Show. I've got Candy Staten. Oh, she tells me it's pronounced Staten, but I think she's wrong. <laughs> With a great cover of an Elvis Presley classic in just a moment, right now, though. A Blackpool mecca favourite. This is Andre Maurice.
8: The snow flies On a cold and gray Chicago morn A poor little baby child is born In the ghetto In the ghetto. And his mama cries Cause if there's one thing that she don't need Is another little hungry mouth to feed In the ghetto Well, the world turns and a hungry little boy with a runny nose plays in the street as the cold wind blows in the ghetto. And his hunger burns, so he starts to roam the street at night. He learns how to steal and he learns how to fight in the ghetto. A night in desperation The young man breaks away He buys a gun Steals a car Tries to run But he don't get far And his mama cries As a crowd gathers round An angry young man face down In the street with the gun in his hand In the ghetto In the ghetto And as her young man dies on a cold and gray Chicago morn, another little baby child is born in in the ghetto.
7: In the ghetto,
8: and his mama cries.
1: What an excellent version of a fabulous song. In fact, Elvis Presley was moved to write her a handwritten letter of congratulations when he heard her version, uh, which turned out to be the biggest regret of her life. Now, just bear with me a minute because uh, Candy had a horrible life. Okay, well, I mean, she's still going, she's 83 and she's doing really well. But um, she was abused as a child, she was a drink drug addict through the 70s, she was uh, in five abusive marriages, she was ostracized by the uh, Christian community in America for getting divorced. Uh, Uh, through no fault of her own. Anyway, if you want to find out more about that, go to my website, shinal.co.uk, s-h-i-n-y-l.co.uk and on the interview section, you can listen um, to her story in her words. And she says, I says, after all of that, all of that that's gone on in your life, what is your biggest regret? If you could change one thing, what would it be? And she said, when she left Clarence Carter, she forgot to take that handwritten letter from Elvis Presley with her. And that's her biggest regret. Dear me, even stars get stuck starstruck don't they lovely lovely lady and she's coming to the uk in the summer too i'll tell you more about that uh, next week right now i'm going to play you some frederick heimes the third this from 1971 his time ain't gonna do me no favor Do you ever get those songs that you just can't help but sing along to? Yeah, you as well? That's, that's mine. Uh, Frederick Himes III and Time Ain't Gonna Do Me No Favour from 1971, largely taking us to the top of the show, uh, the top of the hour and the end of the show, should I say. And uh, I'm going to play us out now with a Blackpool Mecca favourite from Omni. And um, just to say, whatever you're doing this week, be good, play nice. And don't forget, don't touch that dial. There is so much more great music coming straight after this.
4: No mm-hmm.